Jackson. Hey, Zach. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. How are you? I am doing well as well. It's hanging out. It's on the lovely 3rd of July. Yeah. Um, it's all over. That's right. It's cool outside. I fucking love it. Even Mother Nature knows that this country's fucked right now and it doesn't deserve a birthday party. Wow. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Just throwing it out there. Um, but yeah, so we've come, we've come together to do this again. We have. We have. We have. Uh, we're going to, I guess we're going to talk about X-Men. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so X-Men is interesting to me because I haven't really dove in too much into it, which is funny because, you know, I like most superhero things. Yeah. But something about X-Men did not grab me as a youth. Sure. Sure. And the movies were always fine. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I always walked away going, yeah, they're cool. Like, but whatever. Um, but we are now in the age of them getting rebooted, redone. Marvel has the keys. Yes. They've teased it in Doctor Strange um, with bringing Xavier in to have his neck snapped in a Freddy Krueger style dream. Yeah, wearing that personal shower. His floating personal bath. Honestly, though, that's a great thing to be in that stage of life where the bath comes with me. Yeah, truly. Yeah, truly. Always clean. I'm always soaking. <laughs> um, so we got teased there. We don't know what the plans are from here. We assume they're just going to be multiverse. This is happening in another area of life. I think that might be the smarter way to do it. Yeah, and I think if they try to tie everybody back together, it's just going to get exhausting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, whatever they want. I just expect this is happening in a different universe, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, then they and then they can cross over whenever they want yeah. for yeah. kicks and giggles. It's a smart way to do it. Then you, do then you can do Avengers versus X Men, which was a big comic. Yeah. Yeah. You're missing some of the key players though, which is a little bit of a bummer, but. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Do whatever you want. Exactly. Like, oh, we found this Captain America from a different timeline. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Whatever. That's the thing thing where they would get Chris Evans back. Yeah, that'll be interesting. They they keep asking him, would you come back? And he's just like, I don't know. It's like the perfect, I want to like, which is fine, which is fair. He did have, like, I think the strongest movie series in the MCU. He is easily my favorite MCU character. Yeah. He's great. And his, like, send-off was perfect. Left a lot of, like, really great. Staring off into the distance after having... Like a, like a solid, solid 90 year fuck, fuck session. session. <laughs> That's honestly how we all want to go out, let's be real. <laughs> Goals. Um, yeah, so I don't blame him. That, that character got sent off perfectly. I wouldn't want to ruin it either. Um, there's been like the jokes that he'll just get recast as something else for fun. Which, I don't know. Whatever. Just let him be. Just come back and play Johnny Storm again. <laughs> that, would, that would be the only funny one. That's the only one I would accept. Um, but yeah, no, just let him be. And go exist and do Chris Evans things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, so X Men is going to get its reboot, we assume. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have no idea what they should do with it. They deserve it. Uh, I know. X Men deserve to be a, a fun, great movie. They do. And I think they kind of do need to have that whole. They need to be just kind of restarted. They've been yes. such a clusterfuck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the continuity of the Fox X Men movies got to a point where it was as convoluted and bizarre and impossible to understand as the comic books. <laughs> Which is, Which is uh, quite, a, quite a feat. Yeah, they just, I felt like Fox just kept panicking. They're just like, well, yeah. we'll just do this instead and save everything. And then just got worse. And they're like, well, now we'll just do this and save everything. Well, it sucks, too, because they had such a good opportunity to restart but stay in continuity to a degree when they did first class. And then they fucked it up immediately. <laughs> and we were talking about this off mic, but like first class is one of the most exciting things that X-Men's ever done, which is Magneto hunting Nazis in South America. I, I fucking love it. I love most of first class. I think the only thing that doesn't work about first class is uh, January Jones as Emma Frost. Fair. She's awful. She is awful. That's fair. Um, yeah, so I mean, the movie that I think would love, I would love to see would be just Magneto hunting Nazis. Just, you know, sure. that would be, that'd be a fun little, like, that'd be fun. give me that Logan. Give me Logan, but of that. If that makes but I would just, yeah. Solo movie. Just make an X-Men movie. Like, <laughs> no, yeah. It's, so, like, it's gotta be, and now we're at the stage where a full reboot happens, and yeah. do we start leaning more comic accuracy with like like especially logan right they went six foot four hugh jackman yeah when in the comics like logan's like a little like angry man yeah well and then like there are some things it's like it's all about character right you can cast a tall wolverine i don't really care like there is something fun about him being so small it adds a layer of like this motherfucker's insane yeah yeah 
Well, like, well, like it's like, like his namesake. Exactly. <laughs> like they're they're tiny little animals that are so aggressive. <laughs> he's furry. Yeah. He's got yeah. these just claws that just come out when he's fucking angry and he just rips you to shreds. But the, like the fascinating thing about Wolverine to me has always been like you have Charles Xavier who is a pacifist mm-hmm. who is like has this whole like he's the Martin Luther King of the mutants. Yeah. Right. Uh, to use a very crass analogy. <laughs> um. But, but he, even, even he is pragmatic enough where he's like, I've got, like, I've got this team that's basically like a paramilitary unit that I, like, that I, like send out to, like, do these, like, things that have to be done. Yeah. And, like, I, I, I kind of need a knife man, <laughs> like a, a tiny little murderer. No, you do. <laughs> I need a living weapon on this. Exactly. Because he, he went out and he found Logan and recruited him to this team. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and, you know, there's the Charles Xavier thing of, like, oh, he's always got, like, he's playing 12-dimensional chess. He's, like, trying to help Logan by putting him in this situation. Yeah. Like, helping him rediscover his humanity. But also, like, it's a school for children. Yes. <laughs> there's this animal that's been experimented on by the evil Canadian government. <laughs> it's true. We don't talk about this. This paints the Canadian government into bad light for the first time ever. Truly. <laughs> it's the first time the Canadian government gets to suffer yes. their decisions. Between, you know, those blackface photos of Justin Trudeau <laughs> and what happened to Wolverine. <laughs> Top two scandals in Canadian The two most embarrassing things in Canadian history. <laughs> They're doing pretty good. Yeah. They're all right. Uh, they burned down the White House once. Yes, they did. They certainly yeah. helped. And they, nobody talks about that ever again. <laughs> Which is hysterical to me. Uh, anyways. Yeah, so that would be fun. I do think that we should get a different Logan. Yeah, you need to. I think it needs... You need to recast Exactly. Uh, well, I don't... Yeah, not even like Hugh Jackman. I just don't even want like Hugh... I don't want Walmart Hugh Jackman. You need to treat him... No, you need to treat him differently. Yeah. I always say, uh, if you watch the show Yellowstone... Oh, there you go. Uh, Rip on Yellowstone. That is Wolverine. Oh, perfect. That's the role Wolverine plays in the X-Men. Perfect. Let's just get that guy. And he's like kind of... It's fun and funny to watch him interact with the other characters because he's so extreme. That's how how Wolverine is, though. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, that's the idea. It's like he's so, like, he'll say something and everybody's like, Jesus. But (laughs) And it's so fun because, like, when you get properly told his backstory and not, like, from his weird origin movie thing. Well, you need to maintain, like, the mystery of his backstory, the fucked up nature of, like, oh, well, you know, I woke up in the woods. Uh, I, I, I can't. Yeah, I had knives sticking out of my hands. I can't be killed. Yeah, I can't fucking die. I'm gonna watch everybody. Alive I don't know where I'm from. I don't know how old I am. I don't know what happened to my life. I'm just here. I have some fragmented memories of being in a tank and being cut open and having metal grafted to my body. That's the thing. That's what I got. That's the ABCs. Of That's me. it. And I'm just here now. I'm just vibing. I'm fucking pissed all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's fun, and that, that definitely needs to be somebody not as like like Hugh Jackman. I got where they got him. I totally get it because it's also like we were at the we were at the little birthing stage of superhero movies. Yeah, and he's like pretty good in the role, especially those first two X Men movies. Like for as much as they lean on Wolverine becoming like the hero of the franchise, yeah. um, they do a pretty good job. Yeah, like um, I think that that uh, mansion scene in X Men Two is fucking great, especially for PG thirteen of like showing Wolverine and showing like what he does. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's the one where the mansion's getting like broken into, right? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah by uh, yeah by the the government um, like hit squad. And he just and they just like go get everybody. They basically like, turn them loose. Yeah, they basically like he happens to be there, and there's that great moment, especially when. How old was I when X Men Two came out? Maybe like fourteen or fifteen. That's the thing. I'm trying to remember this movie now because it came out in two thousand three. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, but, so, but it's, it's that great scene where he's in the kitchen with Iceman and he hears something mm-hmm. and he walks out and then the soldier comes in and starts like shooting the place up and Wolverine grabs him from behind mm-hmm. and has that line where he goes, you picked the wrong house, bub. Yeah! Like, yeah! <laughs> yes! Kill them all. And then he does. And he does. And that's what, yeah, they need to like... It's going to be interesting because I guess they do have to walk the line still with PG-13 with him. Yeah. Which yeah. is fine. You can have Wolverine be fun without, like, yeah. ripping people's yeah. arms you, off. You, you can do that and you should. It's very it's satisfying to watch him stab people in the face with his claws. I'm not going to lie about that. Yeah. That is what's good about Logan. 100% true. We've, that's like they opened the movie with that. They're like, here we go. This is what you're getting. Yes. Um, it's perfect. 
but yeah, no, they need to have... He needs to just have that edge. And I think making him not the star yeah. is going to be... He needs to be fun coloring yeah. in the movie and, like, a fun character. Exactly. But he's not... Can't be the star. The main character. No. You know, like, we can't be following his journey. He just has to always be there. Yeah. yeah. It needs to be yeah, an ensemble. Like, it's a team book, the X-Men. And I do... I always love seeing him interact with other characters as well. Mm-hmm. Um, which was the, yeah, that's what's yeah. fun. Like the most upsetting thing with Origins was they just fucked up him and Deadpool. Oh Jesus oh, Christ! Christ. <laughs> they like really fucked that up hard. That that X Men Origins Wolverine movie is one of the worst movies I think I've ever seen. I, I like, it's, it's so bad. I absolutely love everything, everything about it is so bad. It just, it's the it it they phoned it in so terribly. It's insane. It's insane, it's insane that movie got made. Yeah, it's and it's my favorite. My favorite thing about Deadpool is just the fact they make fun of it in almost every movie. Like, yeah. his little character uh, model is referenced, or he has, like, the action figure of him. Yeah. yeah. God, God bless Deadpool. <laughs> Deadpool. I'm very curious to see what they do with Deadpool now. Me too. They, apparently it's happening. It is. Well, And they know they can't tone that, like, tone that down. No, they're going to make it r I mean, it does now now because of the first two movies. But Deadpool Deadpool was in comic books, books, you know, for, you know, a teen, like a 12-year-old audience. Yeah. It's not like it's completely outside the character's purview to be PG-13. Yeah, that's true, too. And the thing with, like, his character in those movies is he's not, like, dropping F-bombs that much. Like, they're just... They're just fuck. He's just saying fuck. It's just extreme dick jokes. That's the... That's really. That's what they're gonna really lose out. That's, that's the one joke in the first Deadpool that like made me laugh out loud, just as a non sequitur. But he's on the freeway and Colossus locks up behind him, and he reaches back and just grabs Colossus's metal dick, and he goes, "Dad." All right, all right, you got me. God, those movies. <laughs> My favorite thing about them is just you could tell how invested Ryan Reynolds actually is. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that was like God, ten years of his life yeah. he spent trying to make that happen. Ever since that one, like, uh, and how vindicating too to like make it and it works so well and everybody well. fucking loves it. <laughs> it. Makes so much money. And everybody's like, you can't do rated R superhero movies, and he's like, yeah, you can't, do, you can't this do this, Ryan. <laughs> yeah, and he's just been fighting his entire life for it. He's been playing Deadpool in every single movie just to prove yeah. a point. Well, yeah, Deadpool just is Ryan Reynolds. It's true. That's why they're meant to be. <laughs> There's a comic book from before that movie got made, like years before that movie got made, where somebody asked him what he looks like without the mask on. He said, like a cross between a Sharpay and Ryan Reynolds. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> they got it. They got it. Um, anyways, so back to X-Men. So, all right, what is your grand vision? Because I am not too much of an expert on X-Men. Okay, Okay. so, so um, if you gave, you gave me X-Men, X-Men mm-hmm. or like, just make an X-Men, X-Men movie, launch a franchise, franchise with it, um, we're going, we're going to integrate it into the MCU eventually, but it doesn't have to be... Yeah, don't rush it. Okay, okay. Um, so I'd be so looking at a few primary texts, texts as far as, like, influencing tone and um, some, like, vague events and things, and things like that. Number one, you're looking at the 90s animated series. Perfect. Uh, which, uh, which, you know, itself is kind of a cross between the Claremont Byrne, like, classic 70s, 80s X-Men stuff and the Jim Lee 90s reboot stuff. That's, like, what that show was. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you're looking at Grant Morrison's new X-Men from 2000. Okay. And you're looking and you're at Joss Whedon's Astonishing X-Men run. I know, you know, we don't talk about Joss. <laughs> but those books are good. Okay. And he gets, like, team stories. Like, he knows what he's doing. That is true. I mean, he did the Avengers. He did the ultimate... Yeah. Team up. He may be, he a, may piece be a piece of shit, but he made some good shit. <laughs> Man, <laughs> can't take that away from no, him. You say that about so many fucking artists lately, too. It sucks. So, like, so, what, like what I'm, I'm looking at, X-Men, like, the X-Men, it's energetic, it's fun, yeah. it's sexy, it's weird. Uh, character relationships are emotional and complex. There's, like, that soap opera to it. The themes are epic and, like, far-reaching. Like, this is a story about, like, factions fighting for the future. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, the Brian Singer movies were these very kind of staid sci-fi Movies, movies with, with um, action, action elements, elements mm-hmm. but were like very serious, and very like gray. <laughs> a lot of like, yeah, it was a lot, it just sci-fi is the best way to describe that because it definitely did feel like it was. Yeah, he was making, he was kind of making like Star Trek, yeah, movies out of the X Men, and he like 
to a degree, to a degree that really worked for those movies, like, really leaned on the gay allegory for being a mutant, mm-hmm. which, like, is valid yeah. and totally works, makes total sense, but I would be, like, much more coming at it at this idea of you've got these, like, you've got Xavier uh, with his view of, like, humanity and mutants, and then you've got Magneto with his, like, very... <laughs> Uh, opposite stance, but, you know, valid. And then you've got, like, the evil humans who are, you know, you would, we need to understand their viewpoint. Like, in my story, there's a plot point where there's research showing that humanity will be extinct within four generations. Oh, that's fun. So that's where, like, the human characters are coming from. They're fucking panicking. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, that being in mind, uh, we would open in a mid-action sequence. Okay. Uh, armed domestic terrorists calling themselves the Friends of Humanity have taken hostages at an Essex Corporation genetics laboratory, demanding access to lists of known mutants that they believe the Essex Corporation has, and they're willing to execute hostages to get what they want. The paramilitary group would be taken out one by one as we are introduced to the X-Men, their powers and personality, how they work as a team. You've got field leaders, Cyclops and Marvel Girl. I'm going to use Jean Grey's superhero name. They never use it anymore. I don't know what the fuck the deal is. Oh, yeah. I was just going to say, who the fuck is Marvel Girl? I'm going to call her Marvel Girl. Uh, Beast, Colossus, Shadow Cat, and a living weapon called Wolverine. He gets introduced in the beginning. I like that. Mm-hmm. With the hostages safe, Beast searches through the secure database to investigate the terrorist claims of a mutant list, but the mutant activity at the site has triggered a response of a team of sentinels, giant mutant hunting robots. So we're going to, like, we're just thrown into the world. Like, sentinels exist, mutants exist, this is the status quo. Violent mutant activity triggers an alarm, like sentinels show up. So we're coming through this action sequence, and then it gets plushed right away. Sentinels descending upon the building. The X-Men have to fight their way out, get to the Blackbird, and escape. Okay. Uh, so this happens just as Beast finds what he's looking for, so we don't really understand like what he finds yet. The X-Men escape. In the aftermath, a man is walked through the hallways of the ruined Essex Corporation by armed guards. We don't see his face, but we see very pale skin. Uh, he has shown the data that Beast access, which is the list of known mutants and their abilities and their whereabouts. And finally, he has shown security footage of the X-Men in action in the building. We are super close as the image is reflected on a pair of eyes that are solid red. Okay. No, iris, no iris, no pupil, just a red sphere in the man's face. Uh, a sinister smile reveals small pointed teeth. Okay. Opening credits. Perfect. So, primary villain here is Nathaniel Essex, Mr. Sinister, a geneticist and eugenics engineer that has lived for centuries. Research from his genetics and biochem conglomerates has revealed the very real possibility that the human race will come to an end within four generations. To him, it stands to reason that mutants are the obvious inheritors of the Earth, but they are not yet ready as a species. His goal goal is to strengthen and elevate the mutant genome through genetic manipulation and selective breeding. Oh. Okay. He becomes obsessed with the immense potential power of Jean Grey and Scott Summers after witnessing the events of the opening sequence and sees them as the mother and father of the future. The primary action revolves around Sinister abducting Jean and Scott, taking them to his compound on Krakoa, a sentient island that is a mutant. Oh, okay. The team team has to rally without their leaders and find a way to rescue them with the help of students slash new recruits Jubilee and Iceman. Perfect. So you got the team. team. Mm -hmm. It's barely barely functional as it is. Uh, Their leaders are gone. gone. Mm -hmm. They have to go rescue them. It's a loose adaptation of uh, all-new X-Men, all-new Uncanny X-Men number one, the book that introduced Storm and uh, Wolverine, the beginning of the Claremont Burn stuff. Uh... And have, and have to free them from this like crazy compound on an island that's alive. I love the fact that the island's alive. I love the weird. Yes. That's just perfect. It's a mutant island that is alive and it like teleports all over the world. That's perfect. Um, and then the secondary action would be from Gene and Scott's perspective as they're learning what's going yeah. on with Sinister and like trying to stop him and escape from the compound. Yeah. And that's actually really fun. I feel like Mr. Sinister or whatever, he was teased. Once. Yes. yes. And, then and then they never went Never there. touched it again. He's such a, He's such a wild, wild weird, weird, scary character. 
Well, yeah, and they've done that a lot. They even, not to take us on a detour, but they even like teased Wolverine's yellow costume, and then they just never brought that up again. Yeah. And my X Men would be wearing costumes. Yes, you have yeah. to. Like I love, and I can already imagine like the, the palette, the colors are going to be fucking vibrant. Yes. They, we are not going to have the black suits that they wore in the Brian Singer. Like, no, no we're not ashamed to be a comic book. Yeah, no, especially this world. This world needs it. Like, it needs yes. all of the color. Um, the one thing that Doctor Strange did touch on was they were basically, I feel like they gave the blueprint with the floating bathtub as, no, it's going to be colorful, this is going to be weird, mm-hmm. um, it's going to be, it's going to be X-Men. Yes. Yes. Hell yeah. And it needs that. It needs, you know, I get the same, like, color palette for, like, Superman needs to be. Bright. Yeah. Vibrant. Yeah. It, it just needs to feel, needs to feel like, like alive, energetic, yeah. and like fast paced, and the action would be crazy, mm-hmm. and like the emotions would be heightened. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that's my that would be my launching off point. And then Sinister would be this sort of like overreaching villain. Uh, in the second movie, I would introduce Magneto yep. and the Brotherhood of, of Mutants, and it would basically be Sinister kind of breaking them out of whatever like crazy mutant detention center they're in, and his goal kind of being like, okay, well, we're going to see who's the strongest and go from there. So I'm going to pit Magneto against Xavier and their teams against each other. Uh, and then I would also, in that movie, introduce Alpha Flight, the Canadian oh God. kind of like uh, Canadian government mutant team, and that way we would sort of tease Wolverine's origin because Sabretooth would be in the movie as well, and I would really like go into that stuff. Well, Sabretooth was another character that really didn't get touched on. No, they did. Sabretooth is in the first Brian Singer X-Men, and he's in X-Men Origins Wolverine, played by two different actors. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sabretooth is an awesome character, and they need to do him well. Yeah, that was the thing is I felt like there was fun potential there. You always, it's always good to see like the counter version of a of a superhero, right? Yeah, he's he's bad Wolverine, yeah. but he's also he's like seven feet tall, exactly. as opposed to like five yeah. feet tall. <laughs> that contrast is great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and they and they very much touch on. Like, are they like brothers and origins or whatever? Uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't get it all no, that shit. No. I think it's stupid. I, 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 just I just find it interesting that they're mutants with similar mutations. Exactly. Different yeah. philosophies. Of, yeah, and one is a giant man. Yeah. Uh, one of them has metal buns. And, that's right. Saber 2 doesn't, huh? No. Well, some versions eat. Nah, what are you going to do? Some people. In comics, is crazy. That's how it goes. Um, but yeah, no, that's, yeah, no, that's fucking fantastic. fantastic. So I love this. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, third movie, I would go with the whole Shi'ar Empire stuff and introduce the aliens. Oh God! I don't even know what that is. So the X. The cool thing about the X Men is it's this bizarre, overreaching sci-fi concept that like they've done everything. Yeah. Um, but there's this whole deal with a uh, alien imperial uh, race called the Shi'ar mm-hmm. that they get mixed up with and like their leader Lelandris and love with Charles Xavier oh my god yeah. Yeah. I love that yeah. yes okay and what would be great about this is I don't want this to be a thing where I can feel like some movie fucking somewhere down the line would try to do that and be like actually they're all fucking alien gifts that's why you have your mutant abilities I just no, want them to exist no you just need to be like there's mutants and that's like what I think is so strong and interesting in the concept is they are just born this way yeah um and there's something you can get into the hows and whys like you know the earth is not in great shape no <laughs> right now um and then it's science fiction so you can like launch into this like evolutionary theory of like well the human genome is responding to a harsher environment exactly and it's going crazy and there's all this radiation in the air and there's plastic in our bloodstream and like what is what is going to happen to human DNA and like this like bizarre outreach of like these people are being born with these insane abilities exactly no they're just the yeah. next step in human uh, evolution and that's a really really fun thing to throw on because yeah then you do have the immediate split of well we are the next ones to take over humans should be listening to what we say not what we we shouldn't be listening to them yeah, yeah. and then and you've got your magnetos like no we wipe them out before they wipe exactly us. their time is over. exactly we're the future and then the other yeah. one's like no this is a gift for us to protect everybody mm-hmm. um and that just immediately having that very easy to follow it's always great when the villain can be like not just ha 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 rub my hands together and we take over the world bad yeah. guy like when they actually have something that's reasonable they've got a point yeah they yeah. have a point that goes that's not a wrong point mm-hmm. um I think it immediately makes the villain just way more interesting yeah. Yeah. because there's weight to everything they say. Yeah. yeah. Um, so at some, point, at some point, I would want to use the Savage Land too because it's too cool not What's to use. Savage Land. It's a uh, secret part of Antarctica that's actually like a rainforest and there's dinosaurs there. Yes. <laughs> 
It's just fuck it all. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, is it all? Yes. Uh, that's, I love that shit. Because it's, I think as, as like a viewing audience too, I do think we've actually gone that full cycle of superhero movies kind of being grounded is starting to be like, okay, I get it. Yeah. I get it. Well, it depends on the superhero. Exactly. Right? And then grounded can mean so many things. Of course. Like I've had so many conversations with people about the Batman where they're like, oh, like realism. Like it's, it's so realistic. And it's like, well, no. Like it's so pulpy and such a paperback detective. Like the dialogue that people are saying to each other is stylized and silly. Like this isn't real life. No, no, no. That's what's cool about it. Exactly. Yeah, no, this isn't something you just experience. Yes. Yeah. It's just yeah. You aren't seeing. They just don't have aliens. It's just yeah. It's just grounded detective noir, pulpy wonderfulness. But you need to tail it to the characters. Exactly. Exactly. Like what is that character's strength? No, exactly. And that's why I think when you have a situation where Superman does get involved in Batman's world, that's the point of that is you have truly two different universes colliding in like style, art, dialogue. Everything. I just, I just want to see a movie where Batman and Superman are nice friends. It might happen. You never know. Um, yeah, I just want them to be friends. Uh, but X Men is perfect for just taking it that completely opposite sci-fi weird. Yeah. This is what we're dealing with now. Like the giant fucking robots from the animated series. Just put that in the movie. Yeah, they're there. They're there. Don't make them like scary. They just make them like they're kind of clunky. They're kind of yeah, but they're a pain in the ass. Exactly. You got to deal with them. Exactly. They're kind of just awkward, but they also will kick your ass. And I love that design of them yeah, because cool. it does feel very human like yeah. we made these giant things and they work <laughs> but whatever yeah. <laughs> spent a lot of money on these we're gonna use we're gonna them. fucking use them um, I do love that it adds also that kind of extra layer of tension to every battle because it adds that kind of almost like a time stamp there's a ticking clock exactly. like anytime the X-Men appear in public the Sentinels are gonna show yeah. up yeah and this is a matter of time and so it adds this definite like gotta get in do your thing get out yeah. Um, which makes all of their fight scenes almost just like this sprint, mm-hmm. and that's so much fun. Yeah, um, it's always moving forward. It's never it doesn't have time to get stagnant. Right, which is great. And then if it does, giant robots show up. Exactly. <laughs> so I would love. Yeah, that's really fun. Um, man, we'll see what they do. Yeah, uh, I hope they don't. I want them to go crazy, and I think they will. Yeah, they need to. I read a pretty recent article. The guys that did like Winter Soldier and Civil War and the last two Avengers movies, they were talking about if they ever came back to Marvel, they would like to do X Men. And I was like, oh, yeah. yeah, they need to like it. I almost like Winter Soldier almost feels like too. Even that's like wild. But it yeah. almost still feels like too grounded to me. It's pretty grounded, but like they also, they also did, did you gotta remember like they got, they got to endgame. Exactly. And an endgame. That's that's what I wanna see. <laughs> yeah. I wanna see aliens. I wanna see fucking different planets. I want, or not different well, whatever. You know that yeah. craziness. Yeah. Earth needs to feel like exactly when we go to middle of Antarctica and it's actually time yeah. hasn't yeah. moved on. Yes. Like dinosaurs yes. are still fine there. Yeah. yeah. The savage land. The savage land. It's like, which makes sense because if it is truly like an asteroid that hit, like it just didn't reach that part of Antarctica. Mm-hmm. It just kept staying that way. And then exactly. Um, and I love also the concept of maybe like mutants actually being a little bit more in history. Like they just were fewer and fewer and fewer, but maybe some people were mutants. Yeah, they're getting more. Exactly. Um, Shit like that, I love. Mm-hmm. You can take a little spin on history and what we know it. I think that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I want this one now. Yeah. Yeah. It could be great. X Men are really cool. No, yeah, and that's. I don't think people knew what to do. I feel like uh, the new ones all kind of tried to keep the status quo that like the Brian Singer movies established. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you gotta, well, you gotta remember that first Brian Singer movie came out in the year two thousand. Yeah. Superhero movies it's were like two years after Batman and Robin. Um. The only, the only successful, successful Marvel, Marvel movie before that had been Blade. Which is fantastic. Which is fantastic, but it's also not fantastical really at all. No. Like it's, it's, a, it's got vampires in it, but it's a martial arts movie. It's a martial arts action movie. A great one. An amazing one. Still holds up. I fucking love Blade. Blade and Blade 2. The opening scene to Blade is one of my favorite opening scenes to a super movie. You just full stop. Yeah. There's something so powerful about introducing your hero without saying a fucking word about him. But just people's reactions. So good. It's so perfect. It's just so simple. And it's so him. We'll see what they do with the new one of that, too. Yeah, they got their work cut out for him. But I love Mahershal Ali. Me, too. He's a great choice. That's, like, the most logical choice for um, the new Blade. He has that kind of stoic, 
deadpan, serious face, but like you know he's there to probably just gonna fuck your shit up. Yeah, yeah. But he doesn't need to really be like angry and. Yeah, we know. Yeah, we know he can rock a pair of shades. Exactly, we know that. So, so I'm excited for that. Great actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Great actor. Great actor. Um, so we'll see. But yeah, there's a lot of fun things on the horizon. Uh, there is also on the same kind of beat because I put them almost two and two together. Is Fantastic Four? Yeah, yeah. I love Fantastic Four's zany, weird. I mean, the main guy can stretch his limbs really far. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you kind of can't. And then one dude's just a rock guy. Like, you can't really go too serious. Like, you have to have Did fun. you hear the, the rumor that uh, Jason Segel is going to be Ben Grimm? I did not, but that checks. I think that's interesting. That's almost as good as my Seth Rogen pitch. Almost. 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 I know John Krasinski is probably directing. It's got to be. Yeah, it's got to be. I think so. Well, he stepped out of a project suddenly. I forgot which one he was tied to, but they got a replacement. But he was... He stepped down from that and then was in Doctor Strange for his brief little get ripped apart and popped. But um, that has to mean they're giving him full control. And I feel like you just have to. He's a great director. Yeah, I would love to see him do it. Um, I thought he was perfect as um, Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. I, th- I thought he was. I bought it. I bought it. That's the thing. It worked, it worked You for just me. need to buy it. Like with yeah. that character, it's not, he's just, he has to be the guy. You just go, I believe in charge. Yeah. 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 I believe. You know, you know about, something about um, um, multiverse, multiverse of madness is such a small detail, but I think, I think it's like really interesting. interesting. Hmm. In, in that universe, universe where the Illuminati, where the Illuminati exists, exists instead of the Avengers, Avengers and instead of Tony Stark, Stark they have Reed Richards mm-hmm. as like, the, as like smartest the smartest man on earth. Yeah. Yeah. His uh, Ultron didn't fail. Mm. That's why they have all those Ultron robots. You're right. Like his Ultron thing worked. Yeah. Like he. And there, and there no was no vision because, because there was no evil Ultron, Ultron to create the vision. vision. Yeah. So yeah. Wanda's a single mother. <laughs> oh, you're right. Huh. I didn't even think of that. I was like, that's, like, that's actually, there's something going on with they, they, they thought some of this shit through. <laughs> what would his universe look like because of the decisions that, or things that just didn't even happen to Tony? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Huh. Yeah, like, maybe, like, maybe there's a Tony Stark and he just, like, none of that shit happened. He's just, like, a arms manufacturer. <laughs> he's just actually a piece of shit. Because, I mean, he never had the moment of, oh, all my shit turned against me. I now kind of yeah. can see where he's coming from moment. Mm-hmm. That would be fascinating. Wow. He'd be like Elon Musk. Yeah, a little too much. <laughs> but, yeah, no, and so... Tony Stark bought Twitter. <laughs> Only. Um... So yeah, that'll be interesting to see with that. I don't know what they'll do. I know that's the plan they have. And again, I don't want these movies to touch each other. I want them just to... I want it to be like a, a middle school dance, six feet apart. Yeah, make room for Jesus. Make room for Jesus. Uh, but they, I just want these things to breathe. Like These entities need to kind of breathe on their own for a little bit. I need to actually give a shit about these characters before I have yeah. them meet other characters I know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's what the first movies leading to Avengers did so well was mm-hmm. kind of let people breathe. Um, Thor's getting that really hard, and I love that for him. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that's, well, I think that's what was so good about, like, Shang-Chi. Mm-hmm. Was, there was there wasn't too much of that? No. There's, like, little subtle things, but they weren't beating you over the head with, like, connected universe, which is nice. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. We'll see where the rest of those movies go. Mm-hmm. But I love this. Although, I do want to see Spider-Man interact with Fantastic Four. Yeah, well, yeah, Spider-Man, well, Spider-Man and, and Human Torch, like, like their thing is, is so fun. What is their thing? They're just, like, because they're, they're both teenagers, teenagers or they're, they're both, like, younger guys. guys. So they just get along. Yeah, they, yeah, they just, like... And then, you know, Spider-Man, it has a little bit of, like, nerd trauma left over. Yeah. Johnny Storm is such, like, a cocky jock piece of shit. Fair. But they only know each other as superheroes, so, like, they have, like, a friendship, but, like, that dynamic is interesting. It is interesting. And it would be interesting now because since, you know, Spider-Man did the choice of, like, basically eliminating himself from the Avengers to, like, kind of wanting to be joining another team and be like, but you guys don't understand, like, I can actually really do things. Things. Like, you, you don't get it. Like, shut, up, shut up, put this bag on you. <laughs> I want that. I kind of yeah, want to see that. I would love to see that. That would be so great. Uh, but yeah, Spider-Man. And that's another thing, too, with Spider-Man, is I feel like one of my favorite aspects of him is him interacting with all these other characters. Like, him interacting with Wolverine is, like, one of my favorite things to see. I want to see him in Daredevil. Him in Daredevil. Like, him being the guy that bounces from different... Uh, groups is always just my favorite because he's so awkward yeah. Yeah. and he's always still the same character and but he never 
he always fits in each world, but doesn't fit, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's just great. So I'd love to see him kind of be taken on more of that. We'll see, yeah. we'll see what they do with Spider-Man going I know. That whole thing is really interesting. I, they, yeah, I think they made the right choice. They rebooted him in a very subtle way. Yeah. Yeah. Made my heart very happy. <laughs> I get to see poor Spider-Man again. Yeah. That's my favorite. I don't care who you are. I'll fight people. I hope Mr. Ditkovich comes back from the other universe looking for his rent. Oh, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> I think they have to. Rent. <laughs> I see that guy in other movies all the time and it always makes me laugh. God, do you remember Spider-Man 3 when he starts hitting on the daughter with cookies? Yes. Well, she was so into him in Spider-Man 2. I know. Yeah. just was like, I'm just going to take advantage of this. This what made it so gross in Spider-Man 3. Make me cookies. Yeah. I have nuts. He's like, oh, good, make me some. That's the most successful moment of evil Peter Parker. You're like, man. He is bad. She's going to waste all of her cookie supplies on him. Yeah, he's not even going to fuck No, this is rude. Um, cool. Well, I love that. That was fun. Yeah. 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 I don't know. We'll see what the future is of Marvel. We'll see. They're taking their time, pretty much, feels like. Yeah. But they're, you know. All still in their court. They're still making money. They can do whatever they want. Exactly. They probably will be forever. Thor's coming out next with Christian Bale. I'm excited for Thor. I think Christian Bale's going to steal that movie. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. I just, there's something to Christian fucking Bale. That too. But, like, he's, like, just this weird... But they just let Christian Bale be weird. That's I saw an interview with him where he talked about how one of his uh, influences was the uh, Aphex Twin video, Come to Daddy. And I was like, oh my fucking God. Christian Bale. Still the fucking man. <laughs> this is what happens when he was Batman for so long and had to be good. Now it's like, oh, I get to be literally the polar opposite? Give me. Yeah. And ultimately, it's just proof that uh, Batman himself can kill gods if he has prep time. That's true. I mean, that's a, that's a fact. He has a plan for everybody. But it also does actually lean into your theory of whoever plays Batman can play Joker. Yeah. Yeah. Except for Ben Affleck. I said I said every good Batman. Good Batman. Oh, okay. Sorry. 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 <laughs> this Joker would be wild. Sorry, I'm thinking about this Joker now. That's fucking Everybody wild. who every great Batman could also play the Joker. No, 100%. Uh, I mean, Michael Keaton basically with Beetlejuice. Michael Keaton. You could uh, uh, Christian Bale would have been a great Joker. Christian Bale would have been terrifying. Robert Pattinson, Robert Pattinson would be a great Joker. Yes, yeah. I think even Val Kilmer could be Joker. I think so. Adam West, Adam West probably could have been Joker. Adam West is Joker would wild. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's 100% true. Uh, like you said, George Clooney couldn't see it, but he was nope. bad Batman. Nope. Bad Batman. Uh, ben Affleck, R.I.P. Bad Batman. Bad Batman. Yeah. Um, maybe bad maybe dad, bad dad. <laughs> just kidding Ben you know I love you <laughs> it wasn't your fault uh, I don't blame gotta you. bust those balls buddy sorry <laughs> I don't blame you for anything no what did, anything, anything in your life you're just a guy things happen to we watched Gone Girl I watched Gone Girl for the first time oh really, oh, really? that movie's yeah. good uh, Jamie read the book and was like we need to fucking watch this movie and yeah, yeah that movie is really good um, the spoiler I guess for Gone Girl Came out like 2013, yeah, um, something like that. But Fincher, Fincher, baby. Yeah, no, that movie is just basically like two people being absolute pieces of shit, but they're yeah. just like almost addicted to each other. And I'm yeah. like, fuck, this is like, oh, I love. This sucks, but also, fuck. <laughs> like, goddamn. But great movie. Yeah, that was the one he directed, right? No, that was David Fincher. Said that. No, it's David Fincher. Um, he directed. What was the movie he directed? Gone Baby Gone. That's the one. That Gone. Uh, it's what kind of throws you through a loop. Argo, Argo, the town. Town's great. Live by night. Argo's good Argo, too. Argo won him his Oscar. Live by night's not very good, but that's his latest one, right? Yeah, it's when he did. That movie, like, he slaved away on it for a long time, and then it came out, and nobody really liked it. And I think it was like one of the contributing factors to him uh, quitting Batman. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Fuck this. He, well, I mean, I don't blame him. Like, if that movie comes out, that it doesn't do good. He put all his like heart and soul into it, and then yeah, Batman, I was looking forward to that movie too, and then it was not good. And then Batman's just getting the shit beat out of him left and right. Yeah. Well, it was also was one of these things where he's like, "Hey, I'm working really hard on this movie. It's like a passion project and project." And everybody was like, "Oh, cool. Uh, when are you doing Batman?" Once you tie yourself to Batman. What about Batman, Batman though? Yeah. <laughs> He's just like, fuck. <laughs> Fucking cares. <laughs> I think Bow Down was the best thing that happened, though. Because that movie would have been... Not good. Not good. Well, I mean, and, and I don't even blame him, because I think, like like you said, his passion just wasn't even in the character and the story at all. Yeah. It would have just been this weird phone-in, I have to do this because I signed this fucking contract. Yeah. Movie. With, like, Deathstroke. Everybody wants to see that, because there was a fight in a video game once, right? 
Great fight. Fuck you. Bunch of fucking idiots. Great fight. Great fight. Like, what if we use like, like a, a villain that's not even a Batman villain because they can fight? What? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no, exactly. He's just. <laughs> One of the greatest, yeah, video game fights ever. That game's great. Yeah, it's really fun. But yeah, no, I, I definitely don't. I don't think Deathstroke needs to be like the main villain. No, I don't think he. Especially if you just want a character that Batman can fight. Like, I'll name five characters right now that you can use instead of Deathstroke. Well, that's the thing with Deathstroke is he's always a fun character that pops in. Like, oh, Deathstroke's here, fuck. Yeah. And then he leaves. I think he's he's a Teen Titan villain. That's true. He's way more interesting as a foil to Dick Grayson because he's an amoral version of Dick Grayson's father, Batman. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so whatever, but we're we're in a happier place in that world too. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, now we just need Superman to be saved. We'll see about that. Curious, Curious what happens. Is Apparently, he's a priority, priority now. That's what I've heard from Warner Brothers since I got bought. Which like you know makes total fucking sense. Yeah, it makes sense for them to just be like, how the fuck are you guys fucking Superman? Yeah. We're in a world that's ruled by IP, and you literally own Superman and can't figure out what to do with it. Exactly, a symbol that's more. International internationally recognized than the cross. Yeah. <laughs> you can't figure out what the Superman to do. symbol and the bat symbol are the, <laughs> like yeah. some of the most recognized. You can just show them to anybody and they go, oh yeah. yeah. Which is fucking nuts. And it's true. I mean, like, not even to like, yeah, sure, like, competition always copies each other. That's the way of life. So you go and you look at basically Marvel's Superman with Captain America and they fucking knocked it out of the park. Like, yeah. yeah, several times over. Yeah. yeah. And all DC, and all DC can, can fucking do is, like, what if he was scary, though? Yeah, what if he was sad? <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> what if he's just real upset all the time? Yeah, yeah they're like, well, in real life, wouldn't he be, like, really sad? Like, well, no, he wouldn't exist. <laughs> like, it's just, uh, I don't want to see the real world. I live there. It's bad. Yeah, it's bad. It's real bad. I get, I get people would be absolutely fucking, you're right. They would all be fucking judging him because he's an alien. You're right. Yeah, these people are pieces of shit. We get it. Yeah, I don't yeah, care. I don't care. <laughs> we get it. Racism is very alive in this country, and there's big alienism. I get it. But goddamn, put some like smiles on my face. Yeah. Best part of that is when he flies out of the. Uh, when he flies for the first time and like launches up, and we get that cool scene, and that's it. That's like the coolest part. They should make a movie out of Superman smashes the clan. Have you ever read that comic? No. I do love that Superman's been used to fight other people. Rocks. They use them to beat the shit out of Nazis. They use them yeah. to beat the shit out of the clan. Because it's, it's wish fulfillment. Of course. And the, and the wish is, uh, what if somebody with power was good? Exactly. What if, so yeah, so a person with power was like, no, I'm going to stop everybody that's evil and they're all going to be scared yeah. of me. And that's exactly what we just need yeah. back. I can do whatever I want, and what I want is to help. Yeah. And we just can't handle that. No. As a society, we're like, no. <laughs> that's too optimistic. Doesn't compute. I don't want to feel good. <laughs> I feel like they, they might... Warner Brothers getting bought out was the best thing. I think it's going to be... As long as they don't fuck with Matt Reeves and let him do his thing, I don't give a fuck. If they're saying this about Superman, they would look at the fucking just... The numbers alone, if you want to go there. People... That movie's well-reviewed. It made a shit ton of money. And those are two great things. Man of Steel. No, sorry, the Batman. Oh, oh, yeah. So they'll leave that alone because... Yeah, made a bunch of money. It was very well-regarded critically. Yeah, exactly. That's the Let them do their thing. Leave him alone. If it'll follow, if you don't fuck with them, it'll follow a Batman Begins into Dark Knight trajectory, and the next one will make over a billion dollars. And be one of the best comic book movies ever. Mm-hmm. That's what the Dark Knight was. So I prefer Batman Begins. I know, but we'll see. It, well, I, we've always talked about this. I feel like the Dark Knight is a Joker movie. Yeah. Yeah. Has Batman. I mean, I guess I, w- I wouldn't criticize it in that. Way. It's not a bad thing. I don't but, think that's a bad thing at all. I think it was. I think that's what makes his death almost more sad. Was I think it was. It was a really well done origin story for like the villain in Batman's universe. Yeah. And then, but still being a Batman story, mm-hmm. and then that would have just made whatever they did with him in the third one, which I do think they had plans, just that much so. more powerful. Yeah. And I think I think that's why the third movie feels so awkward. Is they just shouldn't have exactly. Made I think it was just the plans literally got derailed. Yeah. Um, so, but no, that's that's when I always say it's a Joker movie. I don't mean it as an insult. I think it's like a really really well done origin story yeah yeah what are you gonna do I know we have it though that's all that matters we can go and watch it anytime we want we can have our Mr. Freeze movie that's next you know it's happening you know it's gonna be Freeze (laughs) you fucking know it's gonna be Freeze That'd be great. It has to be. I mean, I don't care what he can do. Whatever True. he wants. I just, I'm in that. I, I was in that same boat after Batman Begins. I was like, I don't care. No, hundred no, percent. I have my personal rooting, but if it's Two Face, I'll be like, sign me up. Yeah. Give me Two Face again. I don't care. It'd be awesome. Two Face. Hugo Strange. Hugo Strange. I would love Hugo Strange. Both would be really great if you start having like these characters that are coming up and fighting for power, kind of, but not 
like physically. physically yeah. yeah. You know, you start having those pillars of find a place, find a place for Mad Hatter characters <laughs> like that. It's gotta be the drug dealer. Drug dealer or like human trafficker? Human trafficker. Both. Yeah, both. Yeah, both. both. Who like uses like a, a drug to like make people compliant. Mm -hmm. Yeah, send them down to uh, down the rabbit hole. Yeah. Exactly. That'd be fucking cool. dope. Cool. That, the, that's the thing with this world is like, and I'm sure the Penguin show is going to really start diving into that more, but they yeah. truly opened it up for whatever to happen. Oh, I hope they use Rupert Thorne in the Penguin show. They Introduce They him. have to. Yeah. The, the fact that... Um, Falcone's dead is you got to start having people come up now. Yeah. Well, and then they've already like touched on Maroni yep. is out there, so maybe he comes back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a fun world. I'd love to see them use like Silver Saint Cloud. Mm -hmm. I think there's gonna be a lot of very fun characters that are touched on, and I don't think. I again, I think Joker's just gonna be hinted at for like the rest of forever. And just keep him in Arkham. Exactly. Just give me little teases of him. That's all I want. You know, build up to him. He needs yeah. to. He needs to kind of sleep right now. Yeah, <laughs> he, needs, he needs. to be scary again, as I said. Mm -hmm. He's not scary anymore. No, he's a joke. Yeah. And not a fun no, joke. No, it's real bad. Especially they're gonna be making a musical with him. So <laughs> that's right. The movie you won't watch. I won't see a sequel to Joker. I won't do it. I I'm in that boat with you. After kind of seeing it again, talking through it with you, and realizing, yeah, it is just Taxi Driver kind of lazily done yes yes and it didn't really do anything for me like it doesn't it doesn't bring anything new to the character i don't think it's well the character is like not the joke no and that's fine like i don't care but like don't don't piss on my face and tell me it's well that's exactly what they're fucking doing too is like like the drought in california is over and it's like no it's not like you taste the coca-cola and you're fucking pissed right now and it was like the it's makeup like the wasn't even makeup the same. Wasn't the same. It, no, and like, and like again, like that's not the kind of stuff I even want to complain about. No. But I'm just like, yeah. yeah. To make, to this, make this movie and just be like, oh well, I wanted to get money to make a real movie, so I pretended to make a comic book movie, but I made this piece of art instead. It's like, no, you didn't. You made like a student film remake of Taxi Driver. Fuck you, truth, asshole. And like, and it's you could just tell they don't even like they didn't really study the character at all. They, no, they, no, they didn't. They didn't give a shit about that. And that's like whatever. Also, but like you didn't make a good movie on top of that. You keep insisting that it's a piece of art. No, it's because it's like serious or whatever. Yeah. Um, but it is just it's whatever. It's it's flat out just basically they capitalize on the name. Now he's like his version of Joker is included when people talk about the different Jokers out there. But it's crazy. Mm -hmm. Cuz like that character like you can't like that's a non-functional like it's just a sick man. Exactly. And it's like it's not the Joker. No, it's not. And like even if it was before Batman just have him be a sick guy then. Just have it be like some guy who's like losing his mind slowly. But the whole point of Joker is that when he sees Batman, it fucking awakens him. If you just called that movie Clown, like it would be perfectly fine, and I could ignore it. Exactly. And never think about it again. Like I saw this movie that Todd Phillips made. It wasn't very good. And we'll be getting like demanded for sequels because it has the name of Joker. You're like, what about Clown Two? Clown Harder. It's a, it's a musical with Lady Gaga. Like, fine, dude. Dude, it. They just miss the point of what makes that character so intoxicating and great. Yeah. yeah. When it's like, when it's the, like guy, the guy, Todd, like, like he does not care. No. <laughs> like he doesn't give a shit. So saying like you did Joker wrong, he's like, what? Okay, whatever. whatever. I made a lot of money. Fuck you. Like you made a bad movie. Fuck you. A hundred percent. So we'll see what this fucking thing is. I'm morbidly curious about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so upsetting that it's just. I don't know why people like it. So whatever. Yeah. Whatever. We have. I don't have to pay attention to it. No, no. I'll morbidly watch it. I'll explain it to you afterwards in a podcast. That would be fun. <laughs> I'll, I'll just yeah. Tell me, tell me what the movie was. The movie's this weird fucking escape from like whatever fucking hospital he's in. It's not even Arkham. Arkham State Hospital. He's oh, is that Arkham State? Whatever. Yeah. Then yeah, I guess Harley Quinn will be there. I guess. <laughs> who knows? Yeah. Who fucking cares? That's right. But. Anyways. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to add to uh, our adventures in this podcast? Uh, I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Me neither. Yeah, it's really nothing. Uh, we'll be watching our uh, annual uh, Declaration of Independence being stolen movie. Uh huh. Yeah, sorry, National Treasure that you 
the one Nick Cage movie you won't go down. Yeah, it's boring as that. <laughs> First of all, how dare you? <laughs> that is a national treasure. I sat and watched it. I was so excited. And I was like, oh, it's not even like so bad. It's good. It's just like bland. You mean you don't like listening to Nick Cage rattle off history facts? It's like if a cup of unflavored yogurt was a movie. <laughs> what? <laughs> Start putting your quotes, your reviews on the box. National Treasure is like a cup of bland yogurt was made into a movie. <laughs> Two out of five stars. <laughs> yeah. I've seen, worse I've seen worse things. But the best time I've ever had, but it's not the worst time I've ever had. No. Best time I've ever had is Paddington. <laughs> Jackson's new favorite movie. A nice movie for nice people. Great time for a great ride. Yeah. And the worst movie you've ever seen? I don't know. There's not one movie that just that's sticks out to your head. No, it's complicated. That just made you angry. Like, not even like it was like, ugh, it was bad, but like, I don't blame them. But it was just like so terrible that you just, you were offended. Uh, no, I don't know. You just shoved those movies out of your head. No, because I don't even like, it's hard to quantify that. Because there are like movies that are incompetent. That are, but that's fun to watch those because you're just like, oh, what the fuck? Um, like, I remember. Going with, going with my friend and seeing I Frankenstein. Oh God! The uh, movie with Aaron Eckhart. Yes. It was like that movie is terrible, but we were laughing so hard. So I was like, that can't be the worst movie I've ever seen because of so much joy. Again. Well, that's the thing. Like some movies are bad, but yeah, they're so bad they're funny. Like yeah, yeah. good time. The, like the Cardinal Santa movie can be to me is boring. Fair. So even if it's like competently made, I'm just like sitting through it, checking your watch. <laughs> yeah, like what the fuck? Scrolling your phone. Yeah. Just yeah. bored. Yeah, no, that's fair. So I would, so I would have, have to think about it. Maybe I could do a list. Let's. I'm excited for that list. I want a list of Jackson's just you were offended movies. <laughs> <laughs> just make you angry when you think about it. That's a good list. All right. I like that. We'll do that. Yeah, we can do okay. that. Okay, I'm excited. I'll try to find mine. Uh, yeah, I'll try to find mine. Most movies, when they're that bored, I kind of just turn them off. Yeah, I don't let myself get angry. I have to like really think about it. I don't know. Most of them also are like as I sit and marinated on for a long time i, I just yeah. get upset yeah but i really think on that one now okay let's okay, let's, let's do that let's come up with like five movies that just offended us so you just like yeah like i hate this like why do people like this movie this movie's awful well that's different that's a different thing fair like movies where you're just like because i would like put joker but that's a, yeah that's everybody was like oh man what a what a genius piece of how thought provoking well you're right what, what? <laughs> Your rants on Joker <laughs> was inspiring me for this list. I need like really makes you think about society, doesn't it? Like, does it? That's the that's the yes. Have, have you considered that you're stupid? <laughs> See, these are the reactions I need from this list. I need these reactions. Joker might already be that might be the one we open with. Like, we already beat it dead, but it's here because it has to be. It deserves to be here. Doesn't deserve to be excluded. On it. Uh, okay, I'm excited now. This is going to be fun. Okay. 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 All right. Well, I guess in that case, I'll talk to you next time. Mm -hmm. okay. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.